Okay, everybody, welcome to another episode of An Ode to the Classical Pieces. Today, we will be discussing this classical piece known as In the Halls of the Mountain King by Edward Green. I'm repeat it again. The Halls of the Mountain King by Edward Greed. Now, see, for me, this piece is, um, it's like a extravaganza if you if you try to understand what I'm saying it's like it is um when you hear this this is something you've been hearing all your life as a child and just you never heard it in its entirety perhaps but you always heard like it close to the end or in and right in the midst of the the big action piece and um this is known as um. It is known actually as cl- as accidental music. And what accidental music is is, accidental music. Is music in a play, television program, radio program, video game, or any other presentation presentational form that is not primarily primarily musical. The term is less frequent to film, to music film, because those things are called or are, or are referred to as a film score or a soundtrack. But accidental music is uh, always background music, and it's always intended to add atmosphere to the suspense or the action or the plot. And no, it's, it's really to make you feel, the music is to make you feel what the words and what's going on in the scene, because Without the music or the accidental music in the background, you can see a serious scene. And if they're playing the wrong music, you can interpret that scene as being funny or comedy. If it's playing like a goof laugh track or something. So usually accidental music tells you and sways your emotions based on um, what's going on in the film or any of those programs. But this, this particular piece is called The Halls of the Mountain King. In the Hall of the Mountain King. And this was written or composed in 1875 by Edward Greed. And it's part of a play. The play is called Pure Grit. If I'm pronouncing that right. And this thing has actually. This thing has actually 26 movements. And that's a, but you no, know, he wrote the, this is a, the name Pure Grits, if I'm saying it right, is, um, that's the play, that's the musical. And he wrote every score, every soundtrack, or every score, you know, every prologue, intro. He wrote the whole musical piece to this play. So from the beginning songs all the way to the end, to the little music that plays during the play, all this was written by Edward Green. And um this puts me in the mind of like I said, when you hear it, it's it puts you in the mind of like a suspenseful for the for the beginning. A suspenseful it's building up to the suspense and then it gets to the point where the mid or the bridge where it explodes and then it keeps on exploding. It the the, the tension keeps rising. The action keeps rising. The music gets louder. 
the uh, the instruments go faster, and um, to the end, the climax, everything compensates at the end and just explodes, and it ends perfect. And um, and I've heard this. The first time I heard this was um, I believe uh, I had a VCR. I used to watch a, a certain cartoon. I don't remember the name of that movie. But, you know, when you rewind VCRs to the beginning and everything, you have to watch the commercials, if y'all can remember that, the, or the trailers for the new movies that's coming out. And uh, I believe I seen this was in one of the trailers for a Home Alone movie, the music, that part. When you hear it, you're going to be like, I can see what he's saying. Like, it was just showing different scenes of what the devious boy was doing to the criminals. And he was just putting them through hell. And that and that soundtrack, that particular score was playing in the background. And it always helps me look at, helps me think of that movie like, wow, he was really doing a lot of stuff to them. Like with the electricity on the door and the hot glue had them falling down the stairs. He was just, you know, putting them through a lot of stuff. And when you hear that score, that score go perfect with that, with that trailer for that Home Alone movie. And um, I'm interested to see what else it could have been. And if y'all know, y'all can uh, you know, reply to everything. Let me know where y'all first heard this at. But um, how does it make me feel? This song, well, this this piece of music composed by this author, by this composer, is um, it makes me feel like it gets me hyped. It gets me nervous. It makes me tense because, you know, it sounds like, it's tension rising. I don't. That's the only way I can explain. It. It's like tension is rising and rising, and it, you get excited. You get excited to hear it, and you get excited to uh, see what's gonna happen next. Until everything's done, then you know you're like, "Wow, I can't believe that just happened." And I this piece is special to me because, like, like I said about a lot of these pieces, I'm gonna go over that. Um, it was. It was all it all came from one person and there was no samples to take from there was no other composer to steal from even though they probably did but it wasn't you could tell like this was a piece like but it was never before of this kind and it was all from his mind and that's what makes me appreciate it even though you know i'm 31 and this was written <laughs> Yeah, like decades before I was even thought of and I still managed to hear it to this day and um this song is uh what I keep calling it a song I'm sorry this piece of music is um it's still being covered and recomposed and rearranged to this day by different composers and uh artists and it's always gonna be another one of them pieces of music history classical music history that's uh, always going to get sampled and always going to get taught in um, schools and music classes and it's always going to be a great piece of music or instrumental to um, practice on if you ever wanted to be a part of a, be a be a up your game as a musician or a composer compare and contrast your work to his work or artists of his caliber and this was even though this this um play has 26 movements this is the most well-known part of that play but the rest of the play is good too i have not listened to the whole thing 
but um not as do I know what the play is about but it, it has drawn my interest in it it has drawn my interest in it and um I may go down in one day I don't know how to really hear it in, in this the true form of it because you know every it gets done it gets redone so many times it's like Romeo and Juliet so you'll never be able to know what's the purest form that the author or the composer intended for it but I know that I can go down the um the whole original score and just listen to the music as itself but that was in the halls in the hall of the mountain king by Edvard Greed and now I will play it in its entirety in its um in its entirety of the hall of the mountain king part now thank you for listening to another episode of Old to the Classical I was your host Carly and that was in the hall of the mountain king enjoy Thank you.